Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. There comes a point where we like to recognize those who do a fantastic job in helping others. And I found somebody who is doing just that helping people change their lives, move their lives forward. And she does that by way of being a certified clinical hypnotherapist. She's also an NLP practitioner. She's a life coach. And we make her Woman of the Year. And she is Barbara Scheidegger, and she's with us. Barbara, welcome. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. Thank you for having me on the show. So good to have you here. Congratulations on on being Woman of the Year. I'm going to say right out of the gate, I love the... The name of your business and and even the the name of your website, LetItGoHypnosis.com. What a great name because that's really what we're we're doing when we go to a hypnotherapist. We're trying to let go of things. So, congrats on that as well. It's a great name. Thank you. I want to go back to you and your background. Now we've talked mm-hmm. about some of the things that you do, and we'll go a little bit deeper there in just a moment, but. What started your career path? How did you get to the point of being not only a hypnotherapist, but an NLP practitioner, neuro-linguistics programming, well, right? Yeah, you know, uh, it's, it's the life journey. And uh, I, um, I was, you know, we, uh, I was a big businesswoman. We built a big business. And there was working, working, working. And uh, then I decided... There is something out there. I need to stop. I need to discover the world. I need to uh, have a life, basically. Just work. It's fine, but we, we need to enjoy life. So uh, I, I left the business and I left my marriage, but that um, had a big impact on me. I felt guilty. Uh, I was wondering, what do I do now? Did I do the right job? Did I... Should I have done it? I shouldn't have done it. Is it good? And uh, I became, uh, I got into a depressive mode, definitely. And uh, I I just didn't know what to do anymore because here I was working before 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and now nothing. And that was a big shock. I thought it would be easier. And uh, the guilt just grew in me. So... uh, I went to the doctor, of course, they sent me to a psychologist, psychiatrist, and um, they gave me even medicine that I took one, and I, I felt this is not for me, because mm. it, it, it's just like I was in a cloud. I didn't see danger anymore. Uh, I, I was just uh, a zombie, actually. So and the psychiatrist and psychologist, they just started, I went in, and there was a constant... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me your story. Oh, it's your parents' fault. It's your uh, whoever they were. It was always somebody's fault, but never mind. So they didn't tell me to take responsibility for my action. They blamed it on others. I said, I don't need that. I know what I have to do, but I'm very fearful, and uh, fear is holding me back. I I can't. So uh, I left. And uh, one, some, one friend of mine said, well, why don't you do hypnotherapy? That helped me. It might help you. And I was so down. I said, you know what? That's a lot. I, I'll do it. Absolutely, I'll do it. I don't care if I get out of the session and park like a dog or <laughs> hop like a chicken. It, it doesn't matter. I, I need to do something. So I went, and the first session, already the first sh- session, brought me, brought me to a point that I 
saw how I can do things and uh, and it relieved me from that guilty feeling constantly. So, of course, I went back and uh, things went better and I was blown away because here I was before down and didn't know what to do and now I am. I know what to do and I can do it and uh, the fear was gone. I Mm. learned how to get over the fear and how to release the guilt. So uh, I was, I lost it. And I said, this is what I need to do. And I went back to college and I got my certificate as a hypnotherapist. I looked into it even more and I was very fascinated by NLP with Richard Pendler. And I took courses with him. I went to London for a week or two weeks and I did my certification. I did even with Deepak Chopra. And I did one, uh, I just did one, um, one with Tony Robbins. So I have a, I learned from all of them and I made my own. And that's what I do now. I help people to get over. It's the fear. It's the fear that's holding us back to see what's on the other side. So, uh, yeah, that's, I went back wow. 10 years ago, back to school. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. And it was no, absolutely not. Uh-uh. And I experienced the same thing when it comes to hypnotherapy. I and every I'm sure everybody tells you this as well. Like, why didn't I do it sooner? Because of fear. I don't know what it's going to be like. I'm sure a lot of other people say that. I'm gonna. They're going to take over my mind. Am I going to bark like a dog, cluck like a chicken? Yeah. Because <laughs> we're programmed that way. You know, you see a TV show oh, and yeah, yeah. right. What? Why oh, did you have fear? Why did why did you have fear, Barbara? Was it fear that you weren't you weren't really nailing your life purpose? You knew there was something inside of you, but were you fearing that I'm just not using what I've what I was born with? Um, where did that fear come from? It came deep uh, from inside in me, the constant voice that told me uh, it's voice it, it's it's my mind. I wanted to do something, and then it said, "No, people told you uh, you you're naive, you're stupid." You're not able to do this, and you're never going to get somewhere. These were the voices, yes, and the fears. Oh, yeah, I don't want to be another failure. I failed my marriage, you know, in my thing, and uh, I, I failed. I'm a failure. And that was the fear, and that was I was told that I am that. Mm. You cannot go further. And I was believing that, sadly, until uh, through hypnotherapy, when it went deep down, in the unconscious mind, and uh, I mean, you go down also to the quantum level where communication starts, where you see clarity. I found clarity, and uh, I tended, what I tended to listen to people, they gave me uh, negativity, instead of concentrating on the people who said, don't you see what you did? You build an enormous business, you speak five languages, you, 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 you're in shape, you're healthy, and you look at your children. And I, I, I tended to dismiss them. And I learned to listen now to the positive of other people, the negative, the toxic people. Uh, I just sent them off in a very kind way. But I, I've really learned now be positive. And they say that always, be positive. Uh, yes, it's not that easy, but it can be learned. Absolutely. Well, it's, and what people that to have, they want an overnight fix. That's why they go to the doctor and swallow a pill. 
and the next day they have to swallow another one, another one, another one, and there are side effects, but they are really never going to get where they wanted to be. It sounds like you were overlooking all the great qualities in you and all the experience you have, and and we most of us do this. Focusing on the negative, yeah. the negative. Oh, my marriage failed. Well, guess what? It, it wasn't just you. It was somebody else. <laughs> you know, but, but we don't look at it that yeah. way. We just, we're, we're yeah. unfortunately from birth, I do believe that we're, we're programmed to be negative. We'll look at it in a, as yeah. a way of, to protect us. Yeah. Right? It, it's not only to protect us. It actually, it is, it is society gives us and to please society. Mm-hmm. Uh, fill out, fill the expectations. And expectation is a killer. In anyway, in relationships, in business, everywhere. In if you are uh, an athlete, the expectation gives you fear and stops you to grow because you expect from someone else to help you to do it for you. And I had to learn. I have to do it myself. I cannot ask somebody to do it for me. It doesn't work. It really does not work. We have to do it ourselves. We have to go to the experience, to the adventure, and then we get the uh, end result. I so I say always, see it, feel it, taste it before it happens. Well, with everything that you've so, done in your life, Barbara, what are you most proud of? I, I'm, I'm proud of myself today uh, that I can be myself and go out there and say, this is me. If you don't like me, too bad. But I'm not going to change what I love today, and I'm proud of that. Hmm. I mean, I've learned so many, so many new things, and uh, I read books and all this, and I apply them today. I don't just read the book to read the book. I read the book to learn, and I implement that in my life today. You know, they, they always have to self-help help books, and uh, people read them. And then they come and tell other people what to do. Uh, that doesn't help. <laughs> you have to read it, look in the mirror, and apply it to you. And I think I'm so happy about myself today. I'm a really happy person. That I, It's not that I'm proud of it. It's not that I'm, oh, look at me. I'm just very satisfied, I would say. You know what it sounds like? You... You weren't being you in the past, you know, for, through yeah. working for a company, very successful marriage, all of that. It sounds like you weren't you uh, for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, we, people have expectations. Yeah. We try to meet those expectations until you've really discovered you and discovered uh, hypnotherapy and NLP and how you can help people and even coaching. Yeah. Uh, and now you're living your authentic self. It is you. That's absolutely right. And... uh I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Every morning when I wake up, we have to learn how to be grateful, and we have to learn how to see what we have, and see what we can do with what we have instead of concentrating on what we don't have. Yep. So yep. it is a it is a big deal, a big big deal, and that should be taught already in school. Everybody learns differently. Everybody has another way of doing things. And at the end of the day, we have the same result like others, but they did it another way. And we have to accept that, that we are doing it, or I do it in a different way, but I get there too. It's not because you got there 
uh, going straight and jump over uh, a wall while I'm going under the wall and come out on the other side. But we, we both are behind the wall now. So. Exactly. If you went back, if you could speak to your younger self right now, what advice would you say? What, what would you say to yourself, your younger self? It's really, it's just be you. Mm. Be you. Uh, discover what you're good at. Discover what you really love and start being really, really good at it so you can be successful. Where do you see yourself in, say, three to five years, Barbara? What do you think you might be doing? Would it be the same thing? Do you have some things that maybe a couple of goals that you're looking at? I, I do. I do because I'm, uh, I'm getting older. I'm 64 years old. Oh, you look, you look like, great, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And uh, that's my goal that I went through sicknesses. I went through uh, up and downs in my health, too. I, it's, there was at 59, I was... Uh, uh, Basically, from the doctor told me, Barbara, you're 59 years old. Women at your age have that problem. Basically, shut up. You're getting old. Get used to it and die. I said, but this is not this is not acceptable. What I have, young people can have it. I have a sister who is older than me. She's smoking and she has no lung problems. So that's not that that's not acceptable. I I have no time to be sick, and I have time now to enjoy life. So I'll fix that. And I did, despite what the doctor said. I made many changes in my life, nutrition, moving, even um, the meditation, which is a great tool to heal. Uh, I am now up to actually keeping up with Barbara. Life, I'm never going to be old. So I say, uh, don't touch just to your life, to your age, you know. Just adjust your life to you. Don't let age change you. Sure. Change the way you, you age, basically. And that's what I'm helping people at any age to forget how old they are, to forget uh, what, they, what, what they were told that they cannot do because of their age. So it's basically ageless living. Sure. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Well, yes, as an ageless expert. And I, I love the concept because yeah. I, I firmly believe... Age is just a number. That's it. Oh, yeah. I'm a big believer in that. And we're so, in, it's so imprinted in our brain. Yeah, now you're a certain age. Give up. Why would I give up? Yeah, I still can do it. Not as fast as someone else, but I still can do it, and I will do it. And that's my, my thing. I'm never going to be old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I firmly, I firmly believe and agree with what you're saying. It is just, it's a state of mind. Why do you want to be in yeah. a, a negative? I'm old. I can't do that state of mind. I think if you put your mind to it, you can do pretty much anything. And there are people that yeah. have been in their 60s, 70s, and tried something new and excelled at it. Even did better than people half or even younger than that. Yeah. Because uh, I, I say that too, because I, I'm, I'm, I'm not on the competition anymore. I don't have to prove anything to anyone. So I'm just doing it for me, not to compete with somebody. And I see at my age, even sometimes I'm faster than younger people. Yep. <laughs> and that makes me laugh because I'm, I don't care. <laughs> That's what it is. It's for me. I'm doing it for me 
enough for someone else or to prove or look at me. It's just for me, for my satisfaction. Yeah. It's funny. I'm on your website, and I see a picture of you skydiving and a little story that goes along with it. It was almost a year ago, uh, my birthday, and somebody gave me a gift certificate to skydive, and Mm -hmm. I forgot to do it. I don't even, I have to look, the gift certificate's probably in my file cabinet at home, and I got to go dig that out. Um, But if you ask me, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, I probably wouldn't have been excited about doing it because of fear. Like, now, I'm like, let's go. I I have no fear. And even, you know, of of no longer being here. Oh, well, if that's going to happen, then that's going to happen. I can't change that. Why why live in fear of that, too? You know, they say it's the positive stress or the negative stress. Hmm. I mean, I was up in the plane, and when I looked out and had to jump, it was a kind of stress on me, but it was positive. I was looking forward, and like I said, just uh, my coach behind me, I needed a little push, just that push to go. Yep. And that's just the positive stress that you, you have in your life. But if you have the stress, I can do it, and I'll have to supposed to do it, and oh, my God, uh, I'm going to be late. This is, this is the negative stress, and this affects your health. So every thought you have in your mind, uh, if it's a negative thought, it will affect your health. If it's a positive thought, it will make you healthier. <laughs> Isn't it true that we need stress in our lives regardless you know yes. the right kind of stress because yeah. it motivates you it moves you forward if you didn't yeah. feel anything you probably wouldn't have any aspirations oh, or then, right yeah absolutely i mean look when i started with hypnotherapy i i i didn't know how to get clients i didn't know how to to move forward do i get an office do i do this i was a little bit it was stressful but as soon as I got it for my first client, uh, I got finally an office. This was a big relief, and uh, you know, it's it was a good a good moving forward. The stress never was holding me back not to do it. I just had to take a deep breath and imagine how it will be when it happens. And when I saw this will happen hmm. once I'm there, that's a good thing. And then I I just did it. Interesting way to look at it. Because we, we've got the fear holding us back. If you look at it in such yeah. a way, what's the outcome going to be? Where where am mm-hmm. I? What's the benefit? How am I going to feel? Yeah. Uh, then it's tangible. Then it seems like you just get past the fear and the anxiety that comes yeah. along with it. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. You were you. It sounds like when you were first opening up your your business that you were you were stressing, fixated, worried about, you know, where's the office going to be? How am I going to get clients and all of that? Instead of looking yeah. at, as you say, looking at the other side, well, what's that going to be? That's going to feel great when I'm helping people. What's that going to, how's that going to feel? Yeah. Um, but we, we worry about those things and it's unfortunate. Um, and, and then we think we're not good enough or we're going to fail. Well, what happens if this fails? <laughs> we don't look then, at it. Then, so what? You do. And you do. I failed quite a few times in my life when I started something. <laughs> Look, even a little kid, when you start walking, it's like uh, one step, two steps, fall, fell on my butt. Another time, maybe I fell down the stairs. Who knows? I got hurt. But a child, a toddler, they don't give up. Yeah. 
Yeah, don't sit back and say, oh, walking is not for me. I'm not going to walk. I fell on my butt. They try. They go. They do. Why are we giving this up? Why are we giving this up when you get older? Are we becoming lazier or more fearful? It's a really good point. Children don't worry about that. They get up and just go again. Let me just try that again. Let me try that again. Exactly. I mean, uh, I watched my son. He said, you just hit your head on the table. Why are you going there again and doing the same thing? Well, the second time he was successful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it is. But he would not give up. But as an adult, we think differently. We look at the fear, the fear of failure, and all of that. And it's unfortunate. But I guess a lot of that comes down to retraining your brain, reprogramming it. And that's where, I guess, hypnotherapy really comes into play. It's uh, reprogramming the brain, reprogramming your thoughts. Going down into the unconscious mind, there are so many old beliefs sitting there that just automatically react automatically in a negative way. We have no idea why. This is from the unconscious mind. And uh, we can go into the unconscious mind and release that. We, we can program it. That mind and unconscious mind is in sync. And we need that. So when you're vulnerable, you know, as a kid, and you're told, oh, you're never going to be good enough, it's just at that point, you're just vulnerable and successful to those things, it goes in, and suddenly, without any reason, you think, oh, yeah, I'm not good enough. Oh, yeah, they told me I cannot do it. And it's hard to release that on your own. It, it, it's it's um it's there's nothing wrong, you know, to ask for help. Mm. And then people are afraid, people are embarrassed to ask for help. There's nothing wrong with that. Come on, ask for it. Tell people how you feel and that the right people will listen and you will realize that they have the same problem. So let's work together. Let's work let's get that out and Release it and have that freedom in your heart, in your mind, in your body, that you can go out there with your head up and say, this is me, and I can do this. Yeah. And, okay. and nothing, is, nothing is happening unless you want it to. By that, I mean, yeah. if you don't think it's going to work, it's not going to work, and you're not yeah. going to let somebody control your mind. You know, here we go back to the, you know, bark like a dog concept uh yeah you you know that somebody like you is not changing somebody's mind you're handing them the keys to get into their own mind to make those changes and improve life um barbara great talking with you today your website again is let it go hypnosis.com and uh i think that the best way to look at it is barbarashaidaker.com that's where you find everything Gotcha. And uh, spell your last name for everybody, just so it's clear. S-C-H-E-I-D-E-G-G-E-R. It's a typical twist name. Gotcha. It's a great website, by the way. It really is. Thank you. Uh, great talking with you. And, and I honestly, I love your transparency uh, in sharing your story, where you were, and how it wasn't wasn't working for you and where you are today. And congratulations again on being Woman of the Year. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. You too. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm.
Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch. Until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.